0: This is yet another episode of Movies with me, Lourdes Bread, and a now completely bald Hans. (laughs) Now, we were talking about this just before recording, but really, what, what inspired you to go all the way and just get rid of the sides?
1: I had it at number two, and it started to grow out, and it looked really stupid. So I thought, I'll just go to zero, so I just did that, and then after the first line, I was like, oh, it's too late now, so I just have to do the whole thing. And I'm just very shiny now.
0: Yeah, when you grow your hair out, you have like a Jack Torrance, Jack Nicholson circa 1977 (laughs) look. And back for, I think this is the fourth episode you've been on
2: now, Jake. Yeah, man, I think so. Uh,
0: Jake Hanrahan of Popular Front. You've been doing the rounds this week, it seems like.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I said on Twitter, I was like, I'm really fucking bored. Someone please have me on their podcast just to talk about something. Um, and all of the replies were kind of war stuff, which was a bit tiring. Like, all I do is talk about war. But yeah, man, I've just been fucking losing my mind in lockdown, man. I hate it.
0: <clears throat> Have things loosened up at all over there?
2: Well, our government just had, like, this bizarre, like, speech yesterday. Um, and we're all still a little bit, like, don't really know what he meant. Um, like, the new, the new catchphrase is, is um stay alert, <laughs> contain the virus, save lives, and, you know, no one really, like, stay alert, how, like, the, the, the like, leader of Scotland is really funny, and she's, like, really up front, and someone asked her about it, she was like, yeah, I have no idea what it means, <laughs> so, like, a lot of people are very confused, uh, our country has dealt with it, like, appallingly, so, yeah, man, I mean, to be honest, you can go out as many times as you want, as long as you're not an idiot, you know what I mean? Like, the rule is twice, but I go out as many times as I need, but then you've got idiots that are, like, having a fucking house party, so obviously they get in trouble, but, yeah, it's all right.
0: And Hans, what's it been like over there for you? I know that, uh, what, you you had some employment issues or something, right, because of this? Some, some what? Some employment issues or something regarding this? Uh,
1: no, I just, I, I got a job where I was making no money and I was hating it, so I just quit. But, uh... Costa Rica has, has actually dealt with it really well, um, and uh, I think they're starting to open everything up. Like I, I know that one of the biggest movie theaters that we have here is opening this week, I think. And what they're doing is keeping like six or seven feet in between people. And wait, what are they going to show? I'm, I have no idea. I have no idea how that's going to work. Uh, I don't know who's going to risk it and like who's dying to watch a movie in a theater <laughs> to the point where they're willing to risk their health to go to, especially when there's nothing out that you're like, oh, right, well, fuck, I need to see the next, I don't know, Iron Man 7 or
2: whatever. There'll be but, some, uh, like, there'll be some cinema guy that's just like, I have to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just on his own now.
1: I, I, I miss the smell of these stinky ass seats because the one that's opening is, like, the oldest theater that we have here. uh, But uh-huh. uh, people... I was the air conditioning? I've... Uh,
0: uh, oh, you've never been? I don't know. Yeah. I imagine it's like I I watched a special where uh, over in Fiji they have like one theater and they just play the Three Stooges like it's like it just came out
1: like it's 1925. And I
0: imagine that's what they do there. Yeah. They probably play Casablanca and <laughs> Gone with the Wind.
1: No, no, we have malls and shit. Uh but we have a, like even like um short film festivals that like 10 people go to. Uh but yeah, I, they're 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 reopening everything so uh It seems like things are going back normal here, which is really weird to me because there's no vaccine or anything. So what's the...
0: But what is normal in Costa Rica? I mean, we talked about human trafficking. There's fires. There's storms. Yeah. This is just like another day for you, right?
1: I just mean like being able to leave the house and not feel guilty, I guess. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I I have a supermarket like 10 minutes away from my house. So uh, that's the only place that I've gone to in the past, what, two months? uh but yeah it seems that shit's going back to you know everyone leave their house um our government Mm -hmm. didn't really do much to help people uh so uh we're a country that depends on tourism so yeah things are good (laughs) things are not as bad as they should be i guess over here
0: well the movie we're going to be talking about primarily tonight i think is popular uh mainly because of the result of the virus. I don't think as many people would be talking about it right now if that weren't the case. You know, I had said uh, when I had learned that Amazon Prime was releasing South by Southwest selections, if I had gotten into the festival, if I was one of those filmmakers, I'd be furious right now that it just got uh, pushed to Prime of all places. But uh, I think directly because of that, this movie, this documentary we're gonna be talking about, TFW uh, no GF is like a big cultural thing at the moment because it's so readily available to everybody for free.
2: Yeah, I think that's right. Like no one would have seen it otherwise, really, you know. It's that which is mm-hmm. weird, like the whole um circuit of festivals and that doesn't make much sense to me. It feels like no one really gets to see it apart from I, I get it it's because of distribution deals, but I don't know why it has to be just just with that. You know, it it's like, you know, that face that feel with no girlfriend is still going to be distributed, surely.
0: And I, I don't think there would be much difference between the method of release. Probably. I can't imagine a real distributor picking up this kind of mm. movie. And yet right now I've seen it come up as uh, fodder for reviews on tons of movie podcasts and you know website. I think the New York Times yeah. reviewed it like they, they're Stone. treating it like it's a. It's kind of kind of wild.
2: People are very angry about it. Quite a lot of people are very angry about it. Like a lot of uh, film, you know, film critic Twitter people are very angry angry about it, which is funny.
0: Well, I think they take a look at anything regarding the, like, online subcultures with a, a specific kind of lens. Like, they're coming from it like, oh star wars trolls this is the same type of people as that or people that don't like the marvel movie or whatever it might be so they're just like automatically putting that kind of uh burden uh, or or similarity on the shoulders of these people but you know uh you picked this movie out i haven't let a guest pick a movie out in ages That that was that was back in the uh the old days of this show i'd say oh you just pick a movie and then uh when i realized oh you know, if I'm talking about Annihilation, I don't really care about this movie. I don't have much to say. Fuck, how do I push this to an hour? Uh, um, you know, kind of quit that. I thought this might be the case with this film. I don't know if I have a whole lot to talk about you it here tonight. <laughs> Should uh, we hang
2: up? <laughs> yeah.
0: Why did you want to talk about this movie, Jay?
2: fuck knows man i don't know like i just saw it I don't know.
0: right it's been two weeks since you yeah, picked I, it up. I mean, so. yeah
2: i'm starting to think like maybe it wasn't a good idea um i don't know I, I watched it and i thought that like it could have been so much better it felt like a rough cut of a film um but mm. also i just thought that i saw a lot of people talking about it um online and i saw there was kind of like an online uh you know buzz around it so i thought maybe that was a good idea for us to talk about it because you know yeah. just because trying to trying to ride that buzz i guess but also like i found it quite interesting um and i thought it was quite good in a lot of ways and really bad in a lot of others it was a weird f- you know a, i haven't watched something like that for a long time where i've gone like that bit was really really good and then i've just been like that the way they execute that was fucking terrible there was also this thing where like a lot of people are saying oh it's an incel doc and I, I didn't even really right. feel that it was an Intel documentary, personally. So I was quite confused by that. So yeah, We could do a different film if you want. Yeah, let's just pick a different <laughs> film on the fly, 10 minutes in. Why not?
0: <laughs> no, the, the other movie that I sent to you, which I don't even, you can't even really call it a movie. It's like a short yeah. documentary that went on Vimeo. Uh, Shy Boys IRL. I feel like a lot of the people approaching this movie are uh, are, are looking at it like it's that movie. Now. And it it couldn't be further from it, Mike.
2: Yeah, there's there's a few elements of Shy Boys IRL in um that feel when no girlfriend, but I, I think that things have just jumped ahead so much more. There wasn't really the culture of the incel stuff like involved right. um in this one. You know, in the newer doc, I don't think. It was the newer doc for me, like that face with no girlfriend was was I keep saying face, that feel. It was to me. It was more like uh, a doc about lonely loneliness online on the edges of like weird internet circles, rather than just seldom.
0: Yeah, and, and the shy boys uh, documentary that was probably around like 2011 2013. They might have been filming it around 2011, and it feels very outdated at this point. Like all the guys are very cartoonish in that, and that's not the case with uh, this documentary. And also, I think they were all on a forum, like a proper message board. Yeah, that's right. Board, like pro boards, you know. Hans, um, if you could describe this new documentary, uh, just to, for <laughs> whoever doesn't know about it yet, why don't you do that right it's now, wonderful. Hans? Go ahead.
1: You want, yeah. tr- you want me to get in trouble with that online community and <laughs> say something <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> Say something mean? No, um, it, it felt like a, like an incomplete project to me. Uh, I feel like we yes yeah we didn't re- we didn't really see much we we get like a very shallow portrait of uh, this group of men that are disillusioned and that are unwilling to fight for anything and just willing to just you know keep going with whatever it is that's going on not not willing to get better at anything or, or expect anything from their own life because all they do is just feel sorry for themselves but then that's it. I kept expecting something to happen and uh and then it just ended. So uh you expect it to end like Joker? Then <laughs> then <pulls a> <laughs> something. Show me something interesting. I don't know. It's it's like yeah, they, they get uh depressed and then they go online and they're mean to people, but they're mean because they're sad. It's like, all right. That's it. Like that that's uh well,
0: hold on, but were any of them explicitly mean to people or were they just making crude jokes? They're just shitheads.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're like um, edgy, edgy. The problem is I, yeah. I feel that like a lot of what they say online wasn't included. Now there was some bits, but it was only when it was like relevant. So like Vidi's brother when he was like you know, he's like I'm gonna go and shoot someone. You know, like they, they, the police turned up and took his guns because of a tweet. But I feel like there's a hell of a lot of nasty shit that them lot have been involved in. Not so much Viddy and them guys, but you know other people from different communities and it's like I feel like the filmmaker left a lot of the nasty stuff out and also assumed a lot of knowledge. So, you know, I was watching this and I know just because I'm a nerd and I'm in, you know, involved in or just I watch like very online stuff. I was like, oh, I get that reference. I get this reference. But I felt like a film should be for everyone, even if you don't know the topic, right, especially a documentary. And mm-hmm. it felt to me that like anyone that's not involved in these very online circles is going to be lost. You know what I mean? Like very lost. Um, like they, they, the way they even, you know, Alec Manassian is mentioned and no one really, I don't, if I remember right, they don't even explain who he is other than like maybe one sentence, you know? And that's that guy that fucking, the incel guy that ran out loads of people over and killed them in Canada. Um, I think it was, so yeah, some of it was like mess, even it was messed up. Yeah. Right. Like they barely even like egg white has a song about it. Like running, I think it was like running bitches down. Like Alec Manassian is the line and they play it and there's no real, Yeah it just it's like if, if yeah it felt like you had to be in on the joke which i get it the yeah, i like wanted to make it for them but it's not no nah.
1: they they're expecting you to already know all of it maybe that's why i was kind of bored by it because i'm yeah. really not in that world at all like i i had no idea yeah, who any of these people were yeah i'm i'm like an old person uh, when it comes to this <laughs> online circles or whatever but uh Yeah, maybe that's one of the reasons why I couldn't really get into it just because I had no idea who they were talking about and I was kind of lost at times. I just thought it was just, you know, uh, shithead kids that are sad being shitheads on the internet. That's it.
0: I couldn't agree more with the both of you that it felt like shoddily pieced together and I think it relied a little too heavily on pre-existing media. Like, I think that would have been a great... Actually, no, I don't even know if it would have been a great YouTube documentary. I think it's only... Good or interesting because of the context that it's been placed in, which is South by Southwest entry. I think if you remove that and it's just something that somebody uploaded to YouTube or Vimeo, nobody gives a shit. Uh, like, I, I, and I'm watching this, and I, I feel like, okay, well, what is, what exactly is trying to be communicated here through these vignettes of uh, these men? And you know, I wouldn't even put somebody like Bot, uh, who's probably the, like the star, the breakout star of this piece. Um, with the three other guys who seem very, like, just lost and don't even really know who they are or or, or have, like, any anything of value to offer the world that they've discovered in themselves yet. Um, I think it also relies a, a little too heavily on um, Prince of Zimbabwe animations that I've seen on YouTube, like, a million mm-hmm. times. If I'm just some like random old lady like that one at the beginning of the documentary who was talking, who I thought was the director at first, I was like, "Whoa, this this woman's very online." For <laughs> yes, her no, it's not, it's not her. Um, if I'm somebody like that and I see all of this and I don't know how to process it, but it's a different perspective than maybe what Trevor Noah is is putting out there or yeah. reinforcing, then uh, maybe I'm like, "All right, yeah, it, this is just good enough to get through." And maybe offer something of interest here to this kind of
2: crowd. Yeah, it felt like a rough cut to me. You know what I mean? It felt like someone had made the bare bones of a film. And then you go, right, now we need to to watch this to know what we need more of. You know what I mean? I felt like that was what it was. And it just felt like it could have been so good. I think that's why I was quite interested in it. Because I was like, man, this could have been so, so good. But it just wasn't, you know, I mean, it was fine. But yeah, there was there was good scenes. Like, for example, that scene where with that Vidie guy and his brother, when they just go to the forest and start shooting loads of guns and they play that like, you know, I think it's uh, cop killer by John Mouse, like great little scene. Mm-hmm. And it just worked. And then it was just like onto the next thing. And it just I was like, it didn't really work because it wasn't attached to anything. It was like they had a good idea. You can't just go, that looks cool. Put that together. And then we'll just stick that there. (laughs) Like, it has to have something to carry on with it and fit in. You know what I mean? It was honestly, that bit was like, oh, sick. Like, that's a very cool sequence. And then then, then it would just skip to some other guy that was nothing to do with either of them. And I was like, what? Like, I don't know. It felt very um, disjointed. I feel like they didn't know what the doc was, even at the end of it. I think Campbot says it at the end of it. He's like, what even is this doc? What are you doing? Like, which fair play to the filmmaker for including that kind of stuff. But. I don't know. It's right in a way. Like he's, he's a strange character as well. You know, like he's very, like you say, I don't think he's not an incel for a star. Like I think the guy's fucking married. And also he's not like, uh, yeah, he, he's just more like a troll. Like, you know, he doesn't really mean much of what he says. They play that clip of him talking about fucking Trump is going to raise up Atlantis, you know, but it's kind of funny because yeah. some, some critics are like, well, there's this crazy kid and he believes in Atlantis. Like, that's quite funny because people are taking too much of it seriously but it is meant to be mm-hmm. a serious doc. So it's very confusing.
1: You know what it kind of reminded me of? Uh, the iDubbbz documentary he did about that fat kid, uh, Full Force or Going Full Force or something that he did. Uh, I, I, I don't
2: watch Idub's. I don't, uh, so he, I don't he, keep he, up he, with that. Yeah, okay, we're, so we're too did cool a, to watch
0: iDubbbz,
1: sorry. He did, <laughs> <laughs> he did a documentary about this fat kid who makes uh, videos of himself fighting with... Uh, Lightsaber with his friend, and he went down to Georgia or wherever the fuck that that kid lives, and spent like three days with him, and just recorded him on like his Mm -hmm. everyday life, and it's just this really disgusting fat kid that's just you know not very bright because of where he's from, and like his mom doesn't care, and he's just eating shit, and just it was like a like a uh, Mm -hmm. biographical portrait that he did of this kid, but we don't really get that deep into it. It's very much like this, where it's like. The reason why he does this is because of this. And I feel like this documentary didn't go even deep enough to do that. Uh, it, it was kind of like, let me show you this thing that this person said at this time. And this is why they said it. And then let's move on to the next person. And we don't really get a, a real explanation as to who, why this person did that. It's just, you know, they were upset because this or this is this. But it, it, it wasn't deep enough to keep your uh, interest for the whole time especially for someone like me that's an outsider, like we mentioned, mm. but it just it, it felt very shallow. And then when it ended, you're just uh, sitting there like, oh, okay, so I guess, no, so nothing changed. So the only one that got a girlfriend was this guy, uh, Jonah Hill, what's his name? <laughs> no, that no, yeah. you, you're,
0: you're, you're confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because,
1: because he said, I have a girlfriend now, or whatever, at the uh, end yeah. of the documentary, right? And that's it. Like, we don't get closer to anyone else. We don't really get... That much information, it felt like a very incomplete portrait of these disillusioned young men that
0: you know are sad. Mm. And do you think do you think that that might be viewed as something beneficial toward the documentary by the people viewing it? I'm talking like the mainstream documentary audience because of the fact there have been so many documentaries, especially lately, uh, dealing with like the current time period. That hammer home narratives so hard. Yeah,
2: that, I think that's a good point. It's like I do miss the old days of docs when you could just have a doc that was a bit weird and it was it didn't really need wrapping up. There was no template. Um, which I liked about this one, like, but you do need some structure. You know, there was such little structure that it was like this isn't really abstract or weird or kooky. It's just not finished. Yeah. Right. You know, it was a bit annoying. But I, I do think that there's something about the, you know, the kind of time period we're in and the, the boring. Everyone's so boring. Everybody's snitching on each other. You're not allowed to say this. You're not allowed to say that. It was interesting that this doc was even allowed to be made and put up at South by Southwest. That quite interested me. Like these are people culturally now. You're not allowed to talk to. You know, it has to be unless you have to talk at them or about them, but you're not actually allowed to talk to them because suddenly you're i don't know enabling some bullshit you know that boring shit that people say so that was quite interesting i think that showed maybe you couldn't made this doc like three years ago when they started filming that was at the height of like cancelling everything i think the doc would have been screamed at and took and took down like literally you're not allowed to talk to someone from 4chan on a doc that's not fair now people give a fuck less you know um but I don't know. It was that that was interesting. I think.
1: Let me just compare compare it to something that I watched recently. Like yes yesterday, I think I I finished watching that Tiger King documentary. Which is uh uh it, it the reason why I feel like it it happens the same thing that happened with the, with this uh what's it the feeling what is it that feeling no <laughs> that feeling
2: whatever. when no girlfriend yeah
1: yeah uh that if we weren't in quarantine and all stuck at home I don't think as much people would have seen it. Uh, But the the difference with this Tiger King thing is that in that show, they show you so many crazy things and the story goes in so many different ways that it keeps you engaged, even Mm -hmm. though, Mm -hmm. you know, at the at the end of it, there's not really a resolution. There's kind of a mystery there that doesn't really tell you that much, but it's the journey of those seven episodes that. Uh, you know, you get enough interesting things and it goes in deep enough into the stories where you're engaged and you want to watch the next one. Uh, with this documentary, I don't feel like it got deep enough into anything for you to even care about anyone that, you know, they're talking about. Uh, it, it it felt like very, very shallow. And then since most of the interactions happen online, there's not really much that you can show other than a screen and mm. other than the messages and the memes so there's not really even that uh, – it, it's not visually interesting and the story's not interesting enough for you to just g- get glued to it because most of it is, oh, look at what this guy said on this website. So it's a, it's a screenshot of a screen and that's it. When it comes to Tiger King, uh, it's every episode and every 15 minutes is like a crazier thing or this yeah, crazy yeah. character or this crazy something that it makes you want to watch more. With this one, by the end of it, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I had no feelings. I had no, hey, I wonder what this guy's doing now. I wonder what, you know, this guy or this other one. I I didn't really care about anyone just because they didn't show me enough of those characters or their life for me to even wonder about, you know, are these guys still shooting guns in the woods whenever they have, you know, free time or whatever other thing they did. Nothing they showed me about them was interesting other than, you know, I'm going to sit here and Feel sorry about myself uh so I guess thats that's one of the reasons why I couldn't engage with it uh Tiger King was fine i i I think the hype of it I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's yeah. mostly because it's it's just crazy rednecks and every crazy redneck that's introduced it's crazier than the last redneck so yeah it's it's entertaining but that that's the biggest difference between those two with that one you're kind of wondering okay what's the next crazy shit that they're gonna show me in this one where you have this bunch of young men saying outrageous things online or or whatever you want to call it, it's difficult to care about them because all they're showing you, it's a screen with uh, text and that's it. So you can't really connect with any of them. Uh, even if your, your upbringing is similar to them and maybe you you can kind of identify with one of those characters, they don't really show you enough for you to be like, hey, I I've gone through that or whatever. It's just this guy is whining and and uh, reaching online to strangers. Uh, So I guess that's one of the reasons why I just, I couldn't connect with it at all, even though, you know, my upbringing was kind of similar to some of them. I was kind of like, oh, that's, that was kind of like my, my early teen years were kind of similar to this guy, but it just wasn't enough for me to, to uh, even get interested in their life at all. So Mm. that connection there with the audience uh, like you said, you would have to be really informed and, or be very involved into this world to care. And even then, like, I don't I, I don't think they showed anything that will make you want to see, you know, part two, let's say. Well, maybe,
2: maybe then a part of the film is, like, that it shows maybe how hopeless it all is for them. You know, the the fact that you don't really, like... I think it... If we're Tiger King, right? So apart from the fact that the filmmaker exaggerated everything yeah i tell you one yeah. thing as well he left out the fact that joe exotic is like massively racist and he filmed him saying oh, yeah. like racial slurs all the time and he cut mm-hmm. all of that out apparently to basically make you like him right like because no one likes a fucking racist so yeah i think with like with uh that face when that feel when no girlfriend is that like they're so unlikable <laughs> you know yeah. they're just such like their hopelessness is that they're just like they're pathetic, frankly, you know, I do, there's part of me that felt bad for them at the start, because it's like, you know, like, I mean, I've never been a fucking incel, but I've certainly, certainly am like lonely and shit, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then at a point it was like, okay, these guys are just pathetic. They're not trying to do anything better, you know? But then also then I was like, well, it's sad that they don't feel like there's any reason. They just like, what's the point? I mean, there's plenty of points or, there's lots of cool things to do in life, but it's sad that they got to that point, you know it kind of felt like
1: they didn't have someone to just be like, "Oh, fucking, shut up and get on with it. <laughs> yeah you know? exactly the, yeah. The, the the guy wearing the um jean jacket and jeans like the the uh cowboy guy yeah, um, all the rings he would he would just sit up apart from everyone and just be sad. <laughs> and i just want to be like can you fucking snap out of it like that's it like yeah. they're healthy maybe they're not the smartest people in the world you don't have to be to be successful you know mm. you can learn a trade you can learn something and get a, and i don't know if it's part of the of the whole online lifestyle too where you set yourself this your own boundaries of like why would i even try if it's not worth it or like it's just that constant circle of uh, self-pity and yourself you know i'm i'm why try or why do anything if I'm gonna be lonely and I'm not gonna find a girl? And it's just like a constant, you know, going around in circles where I, I don't know if it, they just seriously just need someone to just be like, all right, fucking come with me and let me, you know, help you with this thing. Like, that's the the one thing that I felt was missing or that I thought was gonna happen at some point, but I, I guess it just didn't. Uh, but it, it was frustrating at times because it, it's just like, okay, so you live in the States. Uh, You maybe live in a rural area where you're not going to have the advantages that you have in a big city, but you're still way better than most of the world. So all you have to do is just get up up your ass and do something. Uh, And, uh, yeah, none of I mean, again, I don't know his name. Jonah Hill did it at the the end, and he is the only one that, that feels like a... Like a complete human being by the end of it mm. uh i guess, I guess that's why I thought he was like the, the most interesting character in the whole thing, or the the one where I would actually be able to have a conversation with and not just tell him to fucking get off his chair and do something uh but yeah yeah, yeah him yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 mm. but uh, but I feel like like a lot of their issues if, if they just got away from their computer, that's just continuing this cycle of self pity They will probably do something of their life. Even if it's just get a whatever job, get a whatever regular, you know, small time job or something. Instead of just constantly feeling sorry for yourself or not doing the thing that you're not even
2: willing to try to do. Yeah, no, I agree definitely. And it's like, it was frustrating, you know. I mean, I think I related to it more because I've had so many times in my life where I've just been like, I just want to do nothing. I just want to just do nothing. I just can't. Everything's too hard you know, like, this shit job, I'm not going... There so many jobs I just walked out of because I was like, it's too hard, I can't go back, fuck it, this is bullshit, I'm bored. But I, there's always been a part where you're like, no, eventually you hit the bottom and you're like, right, I have to fucking pull myself out of this. I have to go, I have to make something of myself. So there, there's part of me where, like, I understood that kind of morose, like, they're just lost in their own misery. But, yeah, as it goes on, it does get a little bit frustrating. It's like, come on, <laughs> fucking do something, you know? <laughs> But, they but do that, that's a bit, the point know. of
0: the documentary, isn't it? I mean, Hans, you were comparing it to Tiger King before where you're introduced to one interesting character after the next and there's this big narrative yeah. built and you know, they have very crazy wild lives. The whole point of this documentary is these are bored young men with nothing to do and that's True. why they act and behave the way that they do. So for one to get out of that by getting a girlfriend or whatever, mm. that I mean, that not that kind of the – The idea of the whole documentary they could
2: have really spiced it up and like made it a lot more watchable if they'd have gone like hey this is what some of them do and then it's like Mm -hmm. alex manassian fucking driving people over because he thinks women are scum or whatever and then you could be like well here's what fucking elliot roger did like that piece of shit shot up all the place and you know trying to kill women and that like that would be more you could at least be like well hey that's that side of it, this is this other side of it, I don't know, it was very, they really glossed over a lot of that, you know, and they, they completely, it, I get it shitposting, edginess, like I, I think it's funny a lot of the time, I'm not one of these people who's like oh, everything edgy is is real or serious, like 90% of what them lot say is nonsense but then like Viddy I think it is, he says like sometimes people lose where the irony ends, right, that would have yeah. been the perfect way for her to be like the, the director, she could have been like, right okay, he said that, now let's show where that happens, when people end up becoming fucking Nazis, like, internet Nazis, which happens a lot in yeah. these communities, or like I said, when Alex, Alec Manassian goes and kills people, but it doesn't, It just like, he says it, and that's it, it's out in the air, and it's, I think right. it really lacks, like, structure, you know, and do you know what I think would have been cool actually, like, maybe if it, it this sounds weird, but maybe if it had even been, like, fucking hosted, you know, like, imagine, like, Louis Theroux mm. doing that doc, right. he would have got some fucking great shit out of them, and maybe made them self reflect Uh, i'm not one of these people who's like no platform but it it just kind of gave them a plug and said whatever they want and that was that which is fine you know but at the same time what's the point you have to challenge something somewhere you know that's the whole point right of a documentary like you can't just i think though
0: if if it had taken a nuanced approach though then it's very easy to put this documentary into the bin of like well don't behave in this way because this is like the far end of that so I don't know. I, I, I didn't really have as big of a problem with that considering, you know, uh, there's probably tons of media that, that just gives that side or a more slanted perspective Mm -hmm. of that side. It's like one, one drop in the bucket of like, in terms of trying to bring a balance. But if we're speaking as like, uh, you know, responsible filmmakers, documentarians or whatever, then yeah, it would have, it would have done that. But I, I don't know if that would have impeded on what it might've been trying to accomplish, if anything which seems to be a more sympathetic perspective of these guys and like trying to showcase to, uh, you know, the age like neoliberal types that, that look at all of this and, and don't see any humor in it, that it's just like a different or or the majority of it or a portion of it or whatever uh, is just a different kind of counterculture with its own uh, taboos to break in terms of humor or what have
2: you. mm, mm. I tell you, actually, that's a good point. What was nice about it was it didn't preach anything. I'm so sick of, like, docs trying to police your thoughts now. You should think this. You shouldn't like this bit. You should like that bit. You know, that was good. It wasn't mm. trying to do that.
1: Yeah. I guess uh, my biggest issue is just that, you know, you have the constraints of the documentary where, you know, it might not be the most uh, uh, pleasing experience visual visually unless you're showing something outrageous or you're showing some type of shocking footage that's going to make you actually care about what you're seeing so because all you're seeing is talking heads, and you're seeing screens and you're seeing people over the shoulder like it's not the most visually interesting thing but then you have to make people care Mm. otherwise you know we're not going to sit there and just these vignettes of these kids who are not three-dimensional characters they're just people who say mean things online So for me to to sit there and even like I was telling uh, Jake, for me to care about a part two, you have to show me what they do. You have to show me who this person that says these nasty things online, how does he react to the cashier at his coffee place? Or how does how does he deal with his parents or his cousins or just show their life so that we can understand where they're coming from other than I'm poor? Because that's all we got. I'm poor, I'm sad, I don't know what to do, and that's it. But they didn't show it. Wait, you didn't anything? like the
0: cowboy going to the dance hall with his <laughs> denim <damn laughs> jeans and his by big himself. hat?
2: Yeah. That could have I mean, been such thing. a better We're, scene, though. Like, that was yeah. a fucking weird scene. Like, a fucking incel guy who is clearly seems to be suicidal. All he does is smoke. He wears a fucking Stetson hat, dresses as a cowboy, and he goes to, like, he has one random dance with someone he barely knows. Like, that could have been such a better scene instead like they kind of open up on it on him dancing yeah. and then it gets worse like then he ends up doing nothing yeah. else like it was very strange the structure
0: the whole look of that felt like an old episode of twin peaks or something
2: yeah 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 him That's going to that
0: movie. bar i like that guy i hope he's okay now the other guys yeah those
2: i like him like in the sense of there's a bit where he kind of puts his head in his hands and I think he's, like, crying. You don't really see him crying, but, you know, uh, that, you know, when you just... I was about to say, that feel. Like, when, yeah. but like, you know, when you see that, you know, I know exactly how he felt. You know what I mean? You know, when you're just like, oh, my God. You just... Everything is just... You're in the pit. You just put your head in your hand, and you're just, like, you're finished. But then they go and see him again, and he's like, I'm all right now. He's yeah. <laughs> not doing anything yeah. else. <laughs> he's still doing the same shit. He's just smoking cigarettes. Or maybe he is doing something else but they don't fucking tell you they just let him say it you know what i mean i i, I start to wonder maybe the filmmaker was not great at asking questions perhaps i don't know that's, that's the a, thing could be that that's it makes me wonder because- what
0: the what the i mean what is the idea of this to go in glorifying these types of guys uh does this this filmmaker have an interest in like making movies at all or is this like strictly what Apparently supposed she's an to be
2: insult. apparently she was like an incel herself allegedly i spoke to Campbell. like i think he i think no i don't know someone mentioned it anyway and i think she was like or at least not an intel, but was like involved in that community like genuinely rather than trying to seek it out yeah i
1: just felt it was very shallow i just i didn't care by the end of it i my attention wasn't i guess because i don't think those comments are edgy i feel like maybe if you're someone that's not used to seeing content when people are being mean online you'll be Oh my god, I can't believe you said that. Oh my god, I can't believe you said this a, other That's thing, the case.
0: But I mean that, that that's what we're talking about, though. We're talking about a movie designed for that audience. It's South by Southwest.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I, I well, let's see. Um when you told me about the other what's the other one called? Shy Shy? Shy Boys IRL. It? Yeah. Now that one, how you said it was forty minutes, right? Yeah, about I, I made it to ten and I couldn't i was just i i was done like i felt like the biggest difference between the two is that in the uh that feeling whatever that was called um it's uh it's a sadness that they have so they're reaching out because they're sad and they don't know what to do and the other one the shy boys or whatever they're very confident on their autism so that's very upsetting because it's just like you're just being shitty and you're just saying well I'm being shitty because I have this thing, so it's okay because I'm a shithead now, but it's fine because, I mean, you're not going to understand because I'm being a shithead, but it's okay because I'm being a shithead, and I'm telling you I'm being a shithead, and every single mm. one of them, it's like that, so after 10 minutes, I was like, I can't, mm. like, I'd rather have them say mean things online than have them fucking listen to these autistic <laughs> people just being mean.
0: Oh, I think they're great. They're wonderful characters. You got that guy who looks like Dracula, but he's got juicy lips. (laughs) lips
2: (laughs) You just want to kiss him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, though, like he's immediately like, I fucking hate him. Like the first thing he says is like oh, I just want a fat, ugly girlfriend. Like, so I just feel like you're a fucking cunt straight away. What did away, you say? he say? He
0: wanted was... to look like a like a proper Korean man or so, at some point?
2: <laughs> and he did, like, a fucking Photoshop of what he wished he looked like, and it looks fucking insane. It looks like an e from a crime scene. It's so funny. Well, yeah. that's
1: the thing. It's because everyone's met one of those, right? Everyone's mm. met someone that's like, well, you're not smart enough to understand what I'm about to say, but I'm going to tell
2: you for five minutes straight without yeah. breathing anyway. That's like a traditional like, that's... nerd, like old-school nerd, right? Yeah.
0: Like yeah, I can't, I can't, Bazinga. I don't, I can't think of anybody I know now. But back in high school, you would run yeah. into those guys all
2: the time. Yeah, they were yeah. very
0: easy to find.
2: Yeah, we get them in our school where they might be like, "Huh, you're just a fucking chav," and it's like, "Yeah, but like you will get your head kicked in, like fuck off." And then they get older and they get empowered and they just become like, like that guy, just nasty to everybody. You know, I didn't like him. I didn't find. That one you're on about, the Juicy Lips guy, like I didn't find any redeeming qualities about him, man. I just was like, he's a genuine misogynist. Like, he thinks he's way... Like, he thinks he's a better person than he is. And all of his problems, he he's just like, women are horrible. And it's like, you're a fucking piece of shit. And, like, your your mother should have raised you differently. But then the shy one with the glasses, I really... I wanted to just give him a hug, man. Like, he seemed like a guy he was... <laughs> he liked women, but he was just shy and he was struggling... And then the guy who's training to be a pickup artist. Oh, he's, he's so good. <laughs> he's so good. He's like, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be in so much longer. As I started lifting weights, and now I've got muscles. And he's skinny as shit, and he looks exactly yeah. the same. Like, oh, he was so funny, man. And then you see a really shy side of him, actually, don't you? Like, he's like, yeah, no, I'm a virgin.
0: Yeah, you, like, you see him like being more human, I guess, yeah. as opposed to like wearing sunglasses and having uh acne <laughs> on his face with a yeah, pin like and shit. Yeah. Uh, how does
2: that one
1: end?
0: How does that one end? Uh yeah. they all stay the okay. same so and it? uh the one with glasses, I think his name is uh David. Yeah. He winds up meeting with his ex girlfriend and she doesn't want to get back with him. That's how that ends.
2: No no, they get together.
0: They hang out. They don't. Yeah, they, she's well, got a no. boyfriend or something. You
2: know. <laughs> no, 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 no. What happens is they no. They get together. They become like girlfriend and that. Um. But then the filmmaker ruins it for him. So they're like, they go to an aquarium. I watched it last week. They go to an aquarium, and he's like, "Yeah, like we're we're seeing each other now, sort of thing." And then the filmmaker's like, "Well, how do you feel about the fact that David runs like this website, Love Shy, that's for, like angry <laughs> insults? All right. And then and then, and then she's like. You run that website, and he's like, "No, no, no, not really." And and then and then the film was like, "Yeah, you do. It's your website." <laughs> and he just he completely puts him in it. So then he's mm-hmm. fucked, basically. Yeah, he was lying to us. So I guess tough luck. But uh, yeah, he seems embarrassed about it. But uh, yeah. I think
0: I um I think what I was confusing was I listened to uh, that the the director of that movie went on podcast last podcast on the left to talk about like incels oh, or whatever yeah. this was like during uh some mass shooting or whatever they brought her on and she had revealed that things didn't work out oh, between the fuck. two of
2: them It was probably because of her
0: <laughs> yeah
2: she was good though uh-huh. like, i liked it every so often you see them interacting with the woman that made the film and it's quite cool you know and she's you know she's a, she's an attractive woman she's not like an incel or whatever And they have, like, weird conversations with her. Like, they're like, what do you... One of them, the guy that's the pickup artist, he says, like, "Uh, what do you think of dicks? What do you think of dicks look like? (laughs) But she's really good at handling it. Instead of being weirded out, she goes, yeah, they're fine. Like, it's fine. And she's, I don't know, I feel like randomly they're comfortable around her. You know what I mean? And there's that funny bit where they keep going on about how good-looking the sound guy is. And he looks like a fucking Linkin Park reader. (laughs) It's it's so funny, like... (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, there's something very endearing about Shybo's IRL. That, like you say, like hands, like with, um, with uh, that lips. that feel when <laughs> that feel when no girlfriend. Yeah, it's just hopelessness, and you just feel like fuck. But then maybe that's the point of the film. Is it to show, like, if there's one thing it really gets across, is how sad and hopeless the lives are. You know what I mean of those kind of people.
0: Now, what kind of reaction have you been seeing to that movie? You noted that it seemed particularly negative with the like film Twitter crowd. Yeah. But I mean, you have a pretty eclectic circle in terms mm. of people who are interested in popular front and associate with you. Like what has been the general response to that?
2: Been mixed, man. Like, so I put it in the Discord after you sent me the link, by the way. Um, and some people were like, oh, I really liked it. There was one guy that was like, oh, I turned it off because I didn't like what, you know, I didn't like how they, they kind of brushed over Elliot Rogers and the bad shit he did, which, you know, that's fair enough. Like I, I personally, I was like, Come on, like just watch it to the end. You might as well. But you know, I, I get that. There's some people more sensitive to it. But then I saw like, you know, I saw people online that like, you know, kind of fake, kind of fake left. You know, I'm still with yeah. her, Hillary Clinton, liberal types that were saying it's completely irresponsible to make this film, which really pissed me off because it's like, who like stop policing what people can and can't make, like in fucking art or whatever. Like that pisses me off. So in that sense, I was like, that's good that it's pissed those people off. You know, I think then people should perpetually be pissed off. You know, like the Marvel fandom types. The guy that gives fucking, you know, that takes the uh, the, the Rotten Tomatoes, um, their own review seriously. You know, the guy that is like saying that fucking Amy Schumer is a great hit. So those people need to be like upset, which is good. But then I spoke to like Campbot about it. Who, You know, Cambot's fine. Like he's, he's a fucking troll. He's a strange guy, but he's not like a fucking Nazi or anything like that. You know, in fact, I think he's like kind of a, I think he's like a communist, maybe like left-wingish, guy. I don't know know she's probably lying about everything but like i spoke to him about it and he he was like i don't know it's fine you know but he kind of had the same reservations as maybe some of us had which was like it wasn't really finished you know and i agree it was like a lot of people are like yeah it's not really done but yeah um, based
0: on his his twitter response he seemed uh not so hot on the documentary
2: mm, apparently he's writing a review about it and stuff like I don't know, it just it is what it is, man. I mean he doesn't come across bad in it, but it's funny at the end when they like haven't seen him for a while and he's just got like fatter and his beard is bigger. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he, he seems very he's good at talking. He seems very confident in himself, he's very contained, even though he's kind of nuts. Whereas the others are more like naive. So I think like Hans said, he didn't I don't know if he even belonged in that dock, to be honest.
1: Yeah. He seems like to be the, the only one that has a little bit of life experience that's able to yeah. have like a, a different perspective than just, I'm sad and my life sucks. Definitely. Uh, yeah. and, Was uh, he the only I, I one
0: living in a major city, by the way? I we know that so. the Cowboys out in the middle of Texas, I, I don't remember the first two guys, the ones who were shooting guns or what. I, that makes me think they're probably in the Midwest Yeah, or yeah. Uh, the South, but yeah. I mean, who, who knows?
2: But then, like, I think because I knew some of these people from online anyway. Like, I didn't know them personally, but like, I followed a few of them because they post dumb shit that is just like interesting to my research. You know, like looking into weird internet stuff. And like some of them, like that Vidi guy, like he's he doesn't. I mean, I could be very wrong here, but like as far as I'm aware, he doesn't particularly come across as like particularly angry or you know nasty. It's it's the real nastiness is uh is people that just weren't really in the dock. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of That incel community has some really fucking nasty shit. You know what I mean? And people say, oh, it's just jokes. And some of it is like, no, no, no. You're doing this all day, every day, saying about killing women. And, okay, it might be a joke and it might be a way to release. But you're doing it out in public online. You know, you are online. And, in fact, I spoke to Campbot. Like, I went on his podcast. And he was saying, oh, well, it's a bit annoying that, like, these reporters are so interested in what we're doing and why they always rake over our stuff. I said, look, you're doing it out in the open. Tough shit. You know, I kind of compared it to um, when, uh, you know, I was filming before and some like uh, anarchists were smashing up the place in Germany one time a few years ago. And they like wanted to beat us up and they wanted to take the camera. And I kind of said, like, look, no, you do this out in the open. Are you going to get filmed? Sorry. (laughs) You know, I mean, you can't just you can't run out in the street and start smashing a police car and then be like, how dare you film this? Same way they can't expect that no one is going to go over their shit when they're saying like, yeah, man let's drive a car into a sorority house like it's like nah like it doesn't matter and to be fair to him he was like yeah that's a good point blah blah but i definitely but think even, it's mischaracterized
1: even showing something like that would have made this more interesting because yeah. that's the thing we don't really get into the real nasty yes, and uh and then so so then it's not impactful enough for you to to think or uh either go for or against them So if you had shown, you know, the people that are really horrible online, at least you'll have someone to root against. Mm. And then, you know, they're miserable by the end of the year, like, good, this person's fucking miserable. Something. Make you feel something. The fact that they didn't go deep into any of them is just like, okay, it's cool, so there's another guy on the internet. And that's it. So even if you had shown the real nasty shit they say or the real nasty shit they do online... I don't know what they do. Again, I'm talking like a fucking 60 year old about this because I'm so outside of, of this world. But if you had shown the uglier side, maybe I would have cared a little bit more. But it felt very lukewarm. It didn't get enough into their life for you to care about, you know, why they react this way. And they also didn't show enough of, you know, the nasty thing they do or the nasty things they say. That, that sounds dirtier than <laughs> that I was in- intended. <laughs> but, you know, for you to give a shit. I, that's the, that's the issue that I have with it. I didn't care. I couldn't care about any of them. I couldn't care about what they were saying or what they did online, just because it wasn't enough to either side for me to say, okay. It just felt like you know someone being whatever. Online. I'm getting
0: the vibe you really didn't like this doc at all, huh?
1: <laughs> I didn't really. Yeah. I don't. I,
0: I don't care. think you said a single good thing about it. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah, it was. Fine, I don't know. That, it, was I it, like two week, two. it was fine. It was fine. You just it.
0: ranted about how they're all <laughs> shitheads and the documentary sucks. <laughs> but it was I fun. saw it
1: two. I saw it two weeks ago when you told me, and it left no lasting impression on me at all. Like I'm yeah, trying same. to remember about what you guys are saying. Where it's like, okay, so I'm trying to think of something good that I could say about this. But it's not that it was horrible. It's not that it was badly shot. It's not that it was anything other than there.
0: Yeah, you know, you know I, it, I I've been indoors. I mean, we've all been indoors, but I've been watching so many movies lately, and this came right at the tail end of me. What I've been doing is I've been hopping in and out of, like, filmmakers' filmographies, and uh, one that I had done was Errol Morris, Mm. the famous documentarian, and all of his documentaries are so cinematic and well pieced together, and I watched about four of those, and then I watched this, and... It, it literally just felt like a YouTube documentary had gotten into South by Southwest. Like, I I, I can't agree more with what you guys have been saying in terms of just like uh, the creative piecing of that. Um,
2: I like. I mean, I though, I like the lo-fi kind of YouTube documentary feel of things. Like mm-hmm. for me, that wasn't the problem. In fact, I don't even like cinematic documentaries. I like. I don't even like when documentaries are shot too well. Actually. I'm quite a fan of, like, Nick Broomfield's style. Actually, no, his, all of his docs are shot fucking terribly. That's too far. But, like, they're so bad. But, like, that's too far. But still, like, I quite like that messy style of with documentaries. For me, it wasn't the, that it was structure. Like, you know what I mean? The fact that so much went nowhere. It just didn't flow. But there's a part of me that's, like, the over-romantic part of me is, like, was this, like, a really good film in terms of, making you feel how pathetic and sad their lives are. Because that is the only thing you get. It's like, yeah, it's I think it was. Sad. Yeah, maybe it was, right? Like, was like intentional? It, it, I, I
0: mean, we're, we're harping on the negatives, but I, I, I think it would be foolish to say that whatever, that the, the documentary didn't accomplish anything. I, I think it definitely accomplished something. Because mm-hmm. I'm hearing, again, I'm, I'm listening to these podcasts where they're talking about this, and these are like staunch, very dismissive people of that corner of the internet, and, um, this changed some people's minds, I think, or at least made them more open to the idea that like, Oh, maybe we should treat these kinds of people as people, you know?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Rather than being like, Oh, incel terrorists strike again. Right. Oh, it's so dumb. But also that like Sean, think- like I really, that lad Sean, like, I just felt like the one that was started doing powerlifting, there was part of him that I just wanted to like put an arm around him like come on bro like you're sure. gonna make it you're gonna make it you're gonna be fine you know so maybe that is a part of it as well maybe that is like you say maybe that's some kind of impression
0: go ahead Hans what were you gonna say
2: uh no, no. Go ahead. what are you
0: feeling shy now are you feeling Sorry, nervous no, there's a pressure me. on Anyway,
1: no. Again, I'm just. I'm trying to remember of something that I liked about it. But I, I, yeah, I just. I, that's
0: I, not your forte. Saying good things about uh, uh, <laughs> media or people or products. I guess this was shit. No one watch it. I hope
1: everyone that's in it dies. <laughs> shit, no, you should be. In no. There. Uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait I'm, I'm not old enough they'll they'll do one about me when i'm lonely in 10
2: years and i have no
1: i just have a horseshoe but i grew it because 60 I year old himself
2: <laughs> yeah the way that there's something that i know i was quite surprised like some of them went in it i felt like the ones that featured in it have more balls than a lot of the ones in that community Cause that community is like a big community of nastiness. And, ha, 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 look at everybody else, like, weird, fucking hilarious. I mean, even yeah. though they are aware of how, like, pathetic they are, they're still, like, put themselves up here a little bit. Like, ha, ha we're better than normies, at least. Um, so, I was kind of surprised that they, some of them did go in it. Like, fair play, they actually were, like, willing to go, like, yeah, this is me. Because some of them are just so, like, you know, they act tough, but actually their lives are just fucking terrible, so... Maybe, like, maybe there's part of me that's like, yeah, maybe they did. The fact that they were even in the dark, maybe that was them trying to do something. You know what I mean? Like, trying to pull something out for themselves. I don't know.
0: I wonder if any of them got paid for this. Paid? I mean, it, oh. it's extremely lo-fi. I, I doubt it. but People get
2: paid to be in documentaries in America?
0: Yeah. I, well, maybe. hey, uh, did you that know that one of the here. people that's that funny. financed this project, one of the producers of this movie... He's a former guest of yours
2: on Popular Front. Oh, Cody. Yeah. yeah I didn't know
0: sense. he produced the documentary I didn't, I didn't until recently.
2: That. I didn't know that. But I know, I heard his name mentioned. I, I heard that they tried to get Mike Cernovich on it. That fucking shithead. And apparently, <laughs> I, I won't say who, but one of them was like, absolutely not. Like, if he gets on this, like, I'm not involved. Which, fair play if that's true. But you never know. Them lot lie a lot. But, I don't know, man. Cody, really? <laughs> what the fuck? It makes that, sense, what is he up
0: to is he out of prison now or I don't. Know he exactly must be wrong right?
2: man like that for me like you know i had him on the podcast and i thought what he was doing was interesting at least but that for, like paying for sex to me is a very is just no 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 i think that's terrible i really think that's not good i think that like any society where you have to pay your it's okay to pay to have sex with someone is just sick mm. i don't like that <laughs> for me that's like i don't like it so I just kind of also like that guy's too hot to touch now. <laughs> Fuck, you know, like there's only yeah. so many things you can avoid.
0: Hey, have you guys seen Mike Cernovich's skin lately?
2: No, what's he uh, done?
0: Ah, uh, it's really uh, his his skin is disgusting. It's always flaking. It's always pink. It looks like he's sunburnt all the time. It's
2: awful. I think I think he does steroids, right? That's probably why.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I th- that must have triggered something because now he's just constantly. I watched uh, the the documentary he did, Hoaxed couple of years it's back so
2: shit, man.
0: uh which was pretty well done it's uh, well
2: made yeah but it's shit
0: <laughs> and in the scenes where he's being interviewed if you just stare at him long enough without blinking like sometimes you can get away with looking at somebody and you don't notice like a sunburn up here or something if you look at him long enough and you just see how like it looks like he went out into uh 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 what is that really salty sea
2: <laughs> like the black sea or shit.
0: the black sea it looks like yeah. he stepped down to the black, black sea in the hot yeah. boiling sun just, for a day
1: but he's just dry just he's flaky.
0: dry and pink and he's got little it's it's really disgusting this man is a horror
2: show he um he tried to like i called him a cunt once on twitter because he is he's just like such a cunt like he's such an embarrassing guy and the irony is he thinks he's like macho and he's just a fucking cunt um and I think I was calling him that because he basically tried to take credit for lifting the lid on Epstein, which is bullshit. Like, there's this woman um in Miami working for the Miami Herald who just her whole career has been hammering this Epstein shit, even before what he got exposed. She's great. It's her who mm-hmm. fucking broke the story, not him, little shithead. And so I called him a cunt, and then he, like, retweeted <laughs> it and was like, this guy is sexist. He said the word cunt, and it's like, bro... Like, I'm not in that world. I don't care. Like, in England, also, that word is used by women as well. Like, trust me, like, no one cares. You know what I mean? He was like, Ha! Got ya. It's <laughs> like, fuck <that's> up, <laughs> man. Like, he's such a gorilla mindset. And all the- oh, man, that shit is horrible, man. That, that stuff it's is that, such that, a funny industry.
1: That's the guy that was making, like, music videos a couple of years ago, right? No. No.
0: Uh-huh. no. Who, who, who am I thinking, thinking about? Of?
1: I I don't know. Isn't Cernovich? Remember when we had that politics podcast? He was one of the characters, right? That no. we talk about. Is that is that not?
0: You're thinking of somebody right, else? No, 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 no. Theodor Cernovich, aviator glasses.
1: No, no, right. no, 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 no.
0: aviator no, he, glasses. I don't, I don't know. even know who you're, you're talking of? about now. I don't know. He's Tom got like Cruise. A high
2: voice, um, but then he's like, and because his wife is like, I don't know, Latino or something. He just thinks that he's like the king of race, <laughs> you know. What I mean? like he's, <laughs> he's, always, he's always been like, "Yeah, that's not racist." Like my wife's Latino, you know. Like you'll notice whenever
0: he's under attack for something race related, he'll make his icon on Twitter: him and his wife, <laughs> or his fa- yeah. his family, his little <laughs> like, brown look, babies.
2: Look, look, I got it. My wife isn't white. It's okay. I can be racist. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking lunatic, man. He's so funny.
0: He's he's one of the few people that have like. He's survived long past his like shelf life. Yeah, shelf. I,
2: I know. Like, why is he still here? Like, what is it? What even is he?
0: He's a professional man. He wears a suit. <laughs> he lifts weights. He,
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, he was on twenty twenty. You know, uh, but I mean, out of all like the twenty sixteen characters, Milo and Gavin and oh, like they oh. all died out except Cernovich, Really, Cernovich is like the last real bastion of any kind of like right wing personality from that time There's an what interesting what happened to the film. guy sorry, sorry.
1: they got to punched they got to got punched what was his name
0: the guy that got the punched the viral oh, video Richard
2: richard spencer
1: yeah 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 whatever happened to him he got he, fat
2: yeah he's got like he's trying to do like uh what's like third called third positionism where it's basically like far right white supremacists team up with like, Muslim extremists, basically, like, that's basically the ideology, it's very fucking strange, So he's trying to, he's trying to do that shit, I think, um, but a lot of those people from that, like, right-wing populist period, there's a lot of them that have just fucked off, uh, and have either just, like, been on, become full racist, or there's ones now that are, like, trying to rehabilitate themselves, you know, um, which is a bit, (laughs) Weirds, like oh no i'm not like in fact one of them the only one that seems sincere to me is the guy from that um you know he's you know him fucking 17 was it 1791 l or whatever
0: oh yeah those guys yeah yeah well they were they weren't really like far far they they weren't ever far right but they were definitely right right, wing
2: definitely yeah they weren't far right no but they i see that Lex guy like and he's actually a smart geezer like and he was saying some things on twitter just being like like, that was such a waste of time, you know, like that whole period. I, for him as well, like he was saying that, like, that was such a pointless thing. Um, you know, I think he kind of closed it all down now. Um, and then the other guy, O'Brien, like, fuck knows what he's up to. He says some. Who, whoever
0: does the graphics between the two of Lex, them. Lex, um, yeah.
2: He's sick at graphics.
0: Yeah. I mean, 1791L is, was, anyway, one of the best YouTube channels as far as, like, visuals go. Um, I think it was him... Uh, But one of them did the visuals for that Lauren Southern documentary on, um, uh, what was it, Borderless? Oh,
2: like white farmers in South Africa. Yeah, I don't know. The whole story is, um, like, the problem with that is it is a very real problem. Like, I did a a podcast uh, episode on it, and it's like a serious issue. But then the only people that seem to be taking a really close, close look at it He's like white supremacist. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you get a very warped vision or you get like liberals who are just like, don't want to touch it. It's too hot to touch. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a fucked up story, man. But yeah, Lex, he does some good shit, man. But, uh, after, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying he's like a lefty or anything now, but certainly I've noticed a few of them have kind of, I think they're realizing that like, that was just such a fucking stupid waste of time. You know what I mean? So pointless.